Uh, all right, Clint, how do you pronounce your last name? McGilvery. McGilvery. Uh, I ask this question to everybody when I meet them because I've been doing this for years. Uh, I put a link on the internet and said, hey, you know, I don't know you. You don't know me. Uh, we're in the same uh, mastermind, but I've been doing this with strangers for years. And I'm always curious, what makes you say yes to jumping on a video call with a stranger? Well, I do know a little bit about you. I've seen you around. Actually, met you at a Bigger Pockets conference a couple of years ago. Bigger Pockets rookie conference. So I started following you. Oh, uh, Denver. Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay. I was there. Yeah. 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 So I just happened to be in town by the Bigger Pockets headquarters there, and they're like, "Oh, we're doing a conference this this weekend," and so I just showed up. I was out there for a wedding. Um, but yeah, I've been following uh, David Bray for a while. So you co-hosted his podcast there for a while. Um, yeah. So you've been in all the circles that you know I've been around and following. So I guess our interests align somewhat, and you know everybody else thinks that you you have something beneficial to provide. So I might as well not not miss the opportunity to to talk to you. So. They're all they're all idiots. Yeah, uh, yeah, people have very people have very low standards, and l let me tell you something. I thrive in environments of low expectations. Yeah. yeah. So, where do you live? I currently I live in Ohio, just east of Columbus, but with the military and everything, you know, I've been all over the place. So, sure. What branch are you in? Marine Corps. So I did four years active, Virginia and. Um, San Diego, and then I'm in the reserves now. So. Nice. How many years? Uh, I think about nine now. Total. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, well, nice. Okay, then so what's your business? Once I got out of off active duty, down here at Ohio, I got into real estate, started looking into investing, figured out that there's a huge pain point for people when it comes to property managers. Uh, it doesn't seem like anybody likes their property manager and they always talk shit on them. So it was like, looks like there's an opportunity to be a property manager. So I've been doing that for three years now. Love it. Uh, I love my property manager, but I am grateful for him for every single day because I am there is not that many great ones out there. I had a, I've had problems with my properties as we all do this week. Mm -hmm. I got a, a phone call, a text message. My property manager, I love him to pieces. He doesn't do this to, I don't think he's doing it to fuck with me necessarily, but I think he does get a little bit of a kick out of it. He plays this little game with me where he'll text me this problem of a, uh, he's like, Hey, you had a water leak. And he sends me a, a bunch of destroyed cabinets in a, in one of my houses. And it's just like, it's just a disaster. That's it. I, he don't call me, he don't text me. I mean, like I'm in the middle of my day and I just see this picture. And now because I've known him for so long, I don't even bother, but like, that's it. I just get, here's a bunch of cabinets ripped out of your house. And it's just a tragic mess. <laughs> Two days later, he sends me another, he knows it sends me another photo fixed and it looks perfect. And I'm like, I love this guy so much, but, mm -hmm. um, I understand that not many other property managers are, uh, that way. So I am very grateful for him. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in a fairly small town, and so like I bought an investment property first before I got into real estate, like got my license or anything. 
and I was trying to just do the passive investor side. And I called like three or four property managers in town, like didn't like how they ran things or couldn't get a hold of them. I couldn't get them to return phone calls to like take on a new account. And I was like, all right. Um, and then one of my mentors in the investor association is a real estate broker and he was starting his own property management arm. So I asked him if, you know, I think I lost your audio. Oh, no, you're back. You're back. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I just knew that you know, mentor was starting property management. So I worked for him and then he'd be incentivized to answer my questions and answer his phone when I, when I called him. So what's the name of your company? Uh, I work for Leonard Newland. So Leonard Newland real estate. Uh, okay. Well, I love it, dude. I mean, I think I love when people go in there and they, you, you know, solve a real problem. Um, you know, you're like, Hey, this, everybody hates this. I can solve this problem. I think that's super valuable. Um, I guess, I don't know. How can I help you? I guess, uh, you've been around the war room for quite a while. So, and like you said, you're, one of the most extroverted people out there. So I'm sure you the most. know. I'm the number one. The number the one. Number one. That's not a most. Not most. Not one yeah. of the most. Uh -uh. That's, that's, a that's, a, that's incorrect. I am the most. Yes. And also the most humble, right? Yeah. yeah. It's my humility that makes me so great. Yes. Yeah. So I guess uh, you'd be the, the guy to, to make connections and, you know, um, link people up and, to give some advice on how best to utilize the war room mastermind group. Okay. Uh, okay. Who do you need to meet? Um, so I'm getting, getting bigger into flipping this year um, and also outsourcing things. So one of my big pain points right now is maximizing my virtual assistants that have Just managing them knowing how to keep them busy, keep them engaged. It's definitely what I'm trying to work on. Uh, my VA, Christine, will most likely watch this video. And I will tell you that she's wonderful, but I am a terrible manager. I cannot help you. I, she does everything I need her to do, but I bet you I give her three hours of work a week. I just don't, I don't have, I'm not good at that either. And there's stuff that I do that she could do that I just don't have it set up that way. So I don't have a great uh, answer for that. I would say there are people in the war room that, that can help. Uh, Charlie Cameron, I don't know if you know him. Um, he's a systems guy. I don't really know Charlie that well, uh, but he's a systems guy in a way that I'm just not. Uh, but I definitely need the same thing where I need, uh, I need Christine and I to meet more regularly. That's my fault. I need to have like, uh, I think she would do well. Uh, and she'll, she'll respond to me on this in our Slack channel. She'll say, uh, I think if I had like a task list every week where it was just like, hey, here's a checklist. I need you to do all these tasks every week. And like, I just, they have to get done by Friday. And that's just that. Um, I think she would be in better shape and I think I'd be in better shape. So that might be useful. Um, and yeah, I don't, 
And then you know who else is good at this is uh, my really, really good friend, Tyler Goebel. Mm-hmm. His VA, Christine, also named Christine, is, uh, is incredible. They do a lot together. I wish he would um, – I wish I had the task list that, that he has, so I just don't have that amount of work. But he's another one to learn that from. Yeah, I've had a conversation with Tyler. Can talk to him about that already. Dude, Tyler's my hero. I, I wanna, I wanna. If I can do spend the next ten years doing business with that guy, we'd be in good shape. Yeah, yeah. He, he seems like a solid guy, so it's good to connect. Super good human being. Yeah, yeah. Um, it sounds like you need to meet people. You need to meet people in Ohio. What part of Ohio are you in? I'm just east of Columbus, Stony Harbor East on I-70 there. So I I put out on the the war room, um, seeing who else was in Ohio. It didn't really seem like anybody was super close, but, you know, still trying to meet up in person or at least make some connections there. So, Do you go to local meetups? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm the vice president of our local RIA, and then I go to like two or three other local local groups. So, Okay. Love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, shoot. Okay. I'm trying to help, but it sounds like... It doesn't sound like you're doing all the things that no, most people are not doing. You know, most people, I'm like, you go to meetups, they're like, no. I'm like, do you network online? They're like, no. And I'm like, well, there's like the easy, that's the easy button. So you're doing the at least the the, the easy stuff. So yeah, VA, I can't, I can't super help with. I need to get better about that. Um, but as far as like local people in Ohio, I just feel like, yeah, I just feel like that's getting your name out there. You do, do you do much social? What's that? Like social media? Do you do much of that? No. So I was actually just thinking there. I was like, I don't, I don't do jack shit on social media. I don't advertise locally at all. So. Yeah. And I'm not saying I'm great at it either. I mean, I do a lot of social, but certainly not enough. But it's definitely, if you have one business, it's easier. You're just like, hey, look. Even if you, dude, even if you did once a week, you'd be astounded if you did. And I, I you should do once a day. You should do three times a day. But like to start off slow, I'm like, if you just, got out there and told people like hey i do proper management in, in ohio did you know that because you probably people probably don't know if they don't know if you don't tell them right. they're not like stalking you they don't know what you're doing if you don't tell them so right. um it's worth just being like i do proper management in ohio do you know anybody that needs proper management in ohio or um contractors i need you know we're doing we're doing flips so we need contractors do you need uh what's your what's your like are you looking for deals are you looking for money are you looking for contractors right now we're looking for deals um i'm starting to put together some off marketing sourcing sourcing uh, stuff so yeah uh two other people you should talk to in the war room is uh, adam whitney and john lalonde uh do you know john lalonde or uh adam whitney I've, I've connected with Adam on, on Facebook a little bit. I haven't, haven't had a conversation with him yet. Um, they both do wholesaling. Pretty good at it. <clears throat> so they might be able to help you. They, I think John does wholesaling. I think he does works in Ohio. So, dude, they might be able to, find, might be able to plug you right into deals. John, what's the last name? Lalonde, L-A-L-L-A-N-D-E. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I've seen him, but 
yeah, I've gotten on a couple of Adam's um, his web calls. He's got that new newsletter going out. So I've been trying to he's... gather resources that he's putting out there so that I can steal and copy as much as I can. So He's a superstar, that guy. Yeah. And he's still on active duty, which is insane. He's active duty. He's got like freaking three jobs. Yeah, he's a beast. He's a beast. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how he does that. Uh, yeah, I don't either. Superstar. <clears throat> so what all have you done with uh, real estate investing? I own a couple of single family homes. I uh, I went full cycle. I did a syndication and went full cycle on a 24 unit. Uh, I currently own a syndication of 52 unit. Um, and, you know, then I found cameras. So I am the camera guy for the real estate investing community, largely. Mm -hmm. And I have found interesting ways to blend real estate and, and videography in, in February. In a few weeks, I'm going out to Maryland to put a guy on camera where what I do is I help people. Uh, one of the things I do is I help people raise money by producing these really incredible, um, like, hero, what I call hero work, uh, <clears throat> high-res media with them in front of properties saying, hey, this is, what we're, this is who I am, this is what we're buying, this is the project, this is how you can participate. And we play those in front of webinars to help raise money. So... Yeah, my my current sort of approach towards real estate is, um, you know, I want to learn more. I want to learn on, on bigger and bigger deals, deals that I can't do alone. So the way that I've been sort of adding, trying to add value is with this, uh, with my camera and trading, basically trading camera work for equity. All right. Are you just doing that with Brandon or are you doing it for other people too? I was doing it for other people. Then I came out here and with Brandon, actually, you know, they're just so good at raising money. They don't really, they don't really need me or, and it's a little bit harder because he lives on an Island. So it's harder for him to go to these properties. But, um, no, for Brandon, all I do is produce his podcast. We don't do any really like real estate work. Okay. Well, that's a pretty good opportunity though. You get to live in Hawaii now, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's been fun. It's been fun. Yeah. Um, Hawaii's not so bad. Yeah. Um, those syndications that you got in on, were those people that you had relationships with or did you get in as an accredited investor? Uh, my two syndications, I'm lead GP. Found the deal, raise all the okay. money. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Where are those at? Yeah. Fayetteville, North Carolina. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So I'd like to do more, but like the last two years, dude, deals have been overpriced and hard to find. Yeah. So that's kind of why I've been like, and I want to go bigger. So for me, I've been really spending a lot of time building relationships with people who are better at this than me. You know, it's one thing to say, you know, as a 30 year old with no experience, like, Hey, I'm gonna go buy some single family homes. And I did that and that worked well. It's another thing to go say, Hey, I want to go raise $10 million on a deal that's, you know, 40 million or you know, 30 million. Um, that's a level of confidence that I don't yet have. And it's, uh, it's going to require uh, resources that I don't yet have. I don't know. 
I can't raise $10 million by myself, so I know I'm going to need partners. I'm going to need people with experience to give me the confidence. I'm going to need you know people with bigger balance sheets to sign for, as KP for these bigger deals. So my current plan is to, again, it's sort of an ego check. Step back. Don't try to do it all myself. Build relationships. Um, earn my value in other ways and, uh, and learn from people who are, who, who are just better at it and have more experience than me. So that's kind of where I'm at in life is just, you know, starting, starting a, a bigger, climbing a bigger mountain, but, you know, starting, starting at the bottom. Now, how'd you, how'd you get started structuring like syndications? Did you use a book or anything to get you, get you a blueprint? Um, well, I, I, I just, I ask people, I ask people, uh, mm. I have read Matt Faircloth's book, how to raise money. That was helpful. I, uh, a lot of, a lot of bigger pockets help a lot. You know, I just it, it, sort of asking people who have done it, how the structures work is, will get you probably 80% of the way there. And then the last 10% or not last 20%, the lawyers, you know, uh, the probably the most popular real estate syndicating lawyer in the community and in the country is Mauricio Raul. Um, so not that I've used him yet, but like now we're buddies. So like if I have a question about how to do, say like a few weeks ago, I called him and said, Hey, how do you do fund to fund? Here's how you do fund to fund. So I don't, I, my approach, because I'm so people oriented, my approach toward things is not like, how do you do this thing? It's who does this thing? And so if I can find a, see, I'm drunk real estate. He is on drunk real estate. Yeah. 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 Good dude. Yeah. So you don't know, you need to know the details necessarily all up front. You need to have Mauricio in your corner so you can make sure you're not like making mistakes. I, you know, there's, you're not going to learn everything all up front. It's more like, Hey, can I stumble my way, my, my way into this and, and have somebody tighten me up along the way? At least that's my approach. Not to say that's the right approach. That's just my approach. No, that's good. I've thought about, you know, in the future doing like the syndication and stuff, but you know, like our area, we're probably like 15, 20 years behind the time. So everything, real estate hasn't blown up like everywhere else. So it's still affordable to, to get into properties. So able to kind of do it on my own right now. So yeah, go find a 50, go find a hundred unit, bring it to me. Yeah. Yeah. I picked Seriously? up a 10 unit last year. Yeah. I'm going to start targeting some of these, these bigger properties because needs to start growing. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's a whole other dynamic with partners. I love it. Some people are scared of it. Some people are just short-sighted. They're like, why would I share the money? But the reality is, you know, if you found a deal, you can get paid 10% and do nothing. And then somebody else says, oh, like you could get a 10% GP slice. And somebody goes, why would I want 10%? I'm like, you don't have to do anything. Yeah. You get 10% just for showing up with a deal. Yeah. You know? Um, so not any, if you want to do more, you can negotiate a bigger slice. So partners and those bigger deals allow you to, well, work, one, it's more work than one person can do. Two, um, it's, it gives you the opportunity to only do the parts you like and then outsource 100% of the parts you don't like. Yeah. Then when the parts that you are, that you're doing that you're like, you're like, this doesn't feel like work. So you're like, I'm getting paid bigger slices 
And then you can do more because you're not doing, you're not getting bogged down by the things you hate. So you're like, like for me, I'm like, on my deals, all I have to do is talk to people. My partner hates talking to people. He don't talk to people. So all I get to do is talk to people. I'm like, I can scale this because I can talk. You know how many people I can talk to? Yeah, as many as I can spend all day on your calendar. I would, the world would be an entire, if I could spend my days talking to folks about how to make money and how to solve problems, if I could, all I had to do is sit on the phone or the video and, and talk to people for 10, 12 hours a day every day and I could make a good living on that, I would feel like I scammed the world. I'd be like, this is a dream come true. Some people, it's a nightmare. They're like, I don't want to talk to people all day. So it just depends on, that's where, that's where syndications allow you to like, the scale allows you to like really leverage what is fun for you. My partner's a project manager. He's a, uh, I love him to pieces, but he's a nerd. He's like spreadsheets, data entry, you know, calculations, specifics, mm -hmm. talking to insurance, doing K1s, talking to the tax people. I, I know those things and I, I value those things, but I don't want to do them. It doesn't, it, it drags me down. So I'm like, you get to do all that stuff. He's having fun. And then I have to talk to the people and I'm having fun. So it's just, and now we can just do way, way bigger deals. So that's why, that's why I like those bigger deals because I just, I'm not a well-rounded person. I only like doing very specific things. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely more on the analytical side. So yeah. yeah I, I, I mean, I'm an analytical the part. Flips, so. Say it again. I, I was just saying that the guy I partnered with on the flips, he's, he's a little more, just jump in, go a hundred miles an hour. He's good, like coordinating all the contractors and subs and everything. And like, Hey, if I can just be the money and, you know, help run some numbers on the deals or, you know, deal with the banks is like, I'm good with that. And didn't take hardly any time out of my day. And so, yeah, got to find your thing. So <laughs> I, I'm an analytic at heart. Um, but too many details and I start getting, <clears throat> frustrated i like what's the information okay let's make a decision keep moving so i guess are you still part of the war room like doing the, the weekly squad calls and stuff oh yeah now do you have any yeah you got it. any um, tips for holding people accountable to those and help yeah. help and grow that lead, lead by example. Yeah. yeah lead by example. Uh, I'm in a squad with Dave and I love Dave, but dude, Dave needs a babysitter. Dave is not a good babysitter and I'm not a good babysitter. So that's why I'm like, I don't, I'm not going to, I'm not going to kick your ass. In fact, uh, my approach towards people is basically like, uh, and I'm not perfect, right? I'm a, I'm a fuck up in a lot of ways. We all are. But my approach to this is just like, go do the thing, then shit talk people and make them feel bad about not doing it. Now, that doesn't work all the time for everybody, but that's just my way. So yeah. when you're like, hey, how, well, okay, here, let me start over. Do you go to all your meetings? Yes. Does everybody else go? <laughs> if they don't go, have a real, like, have a real conversation with them. That's the first one. Have a real conversation with them. Have a hard conversation with them. I want to get the most out of this, and you are not showing up. Are you going to show up or not? Because if you're not, that's fine. I'll go get somebody else. But if they say they're going to show up and then they don't, boot them or go somewhere else. 
But first, have the have the heart to heart, have the yeah. eye to eye. I need more out of this. Are you going to show up? Yes, no, no hard feeling. But if they say yes and then they don't do it, you, there's basically three options: either they say yes and they show up, they say yes and they don't show up, or they say no. You can only live with one of those. Yes, I'm going to show up, and then yes, they do show up. Then you can work together. But showing up is 90% of it, dude. And so if they don't show up, or they say they're going to show up, if they don't show up, whatever the reason is, if they don't show up, you can't work with them. You can't do anything together. That's the minimum requirement. So what I would say is first, have a conversation with everybody in your group. Then go find new people and fill your group up. Like, dude, you get to create your, your group. So like find people that you want to be with or go find a different group. But if you're showing up and if, if you can only, you can only work with people who you can only work with people who are there. Yeah. So, but, and I wouldn't feel too constrained about like Dave puts the groups together and da da da. Like I would ignore all that. And I would say like, I would just, I want to, I would love to empower you just to be like, Hey, look, this is my accountability group. I get to design it. I get to choose. Um, so I would say find people in the war room who you want to be in a group with or find a group you want to be part of. And then, you know, I don't care what you can change squads. Yeah. You can change squads. It's not a marriage. Yeah. It's I'm just trying There's to no... yeah, want to give people a chance, you know? And... Yep. How long have you been in a squad? I joined probably end of October. So it, it's a fairly new squad. Um, but yeah, we've, we've gone through a couple of, couple of issues with individuals. So, uh, First, tell them to call me. I will straighten them out. Second, dude, hold no prisoners. Yeah. This is your, I mean, it's a little bit of money. It's not a lot of money. It's a little bit of money, but it's also your life. Right. There yeah, are great, definitely. there are great people in the war room. Like, don't sleep on it. Don't be like, oh, I got, I got handed with some knuckleheads. It's like, dude, get them out and tell them to call me. But I would have a, I would, I would have a face to face with them first. That's what I would do. Be like, hey, I'm committed. I need to succeed. Like, you're slowing me down. Like, get out of the way, right? Or I'm gonna let go of this anchor. And I'm gonna get somebody else, and I'm gonna boot you. But look, yeah, and that's okay. That's perfectly okay. And I'll say this, dude. Like, lots of people join these things with, like, good intentions. But what they need is they need a babysitter. And so, like, if you're not a babysitter, that's fine. Don't babysit people. That, like, don't take a job. Don't be the babysitter if you don't want to be the babysitter. Like, all I want, like, the most important thing, or the most important thing is to, for you to understand, like, if you show up and you, like, negotiate, like, that there are people who are in the war room that are not a right fit for you, but there are way more who are a right fit for you. If you're just like, okay, if you believe that, then it's like, just show up and just keep searching for the right people. And eventually what will happen is the people who don't, aren't committed will fall off, will they'll go away. And the people who are committed will rise to the top. So the game I want you to think of is play the long game and you will rise to the top. Because there's new people joining the war room all the time and there's, and there's people leaving all the time. I mean, the churn isn't that high, but it's, it's, 10 or 15%, which is normal. So, so I just want you to be like, hey, it's, it's, it's them. It's not you. 
you know? So either kick their ass, or if you don't want to kick their ass, you don't feel obligated to it, and just go find somebody else. Like, that's fine. Yeah. Get, get, get more people who are committed. That's it. It's simple. And I'd have the conversation with those other guys. I'd tell them to call me, because I'll straighten them out. I'll give them an ask again. Uh, and then I would just go on to the Facebook group and be like, hey, I got a pod. I got a squad who... Um, we need we need better we need more committed people. So, who's around? And just formulate one. Don't don't be don't don't. This. Yeah, a little social shame goes a little a long way. So, um, I got a boogie out of here. Actually, we ran a little bit long. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, dude, super great to meet you. Appreciate you. Um. And uh, yeah, we'll stay in touch. Anything else I can do for you? Yeah, absolutely, my dude. Be well.